16th episode of the Pursuit of Sound with Double Crown, and the first episode with the band Gods. So, fuck yeah. How y'all doing today? I'm chilling. Pretty buzzing. Yeah, we were at Big Gun earlier, <laughs> and just sort of reconvening on everything. We're plotting on a new album and such. It's been about two years since our initial debut album entitled yeah, it Honest just Dropped. turned to what day, Deslin? Two days ago? Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Our baby's two years old, and we've got more in store. We've been on a TT of a hiatus, but we're here for it. So we're here to talk about everything that's to come in the future, everything that even has passed, our present as well. So we haven't talked about really anything. We're just going to wing it straight off the rip. It's true. Like I said, our baby just turned two. We know that we're due for a new album. We need yes. to write, and we're totally here for it. By the way, let's plug our web store really quick, godstheband.com. we got so much merch. Buy something for somebody off our yes. website for Christmas. Yes, it is the holiday season. It is that time of the year for hoodies. We got shirts. We got it all. We got hats. Just check out the store straight up. <laughs> yes, but we are writing for the next record here very soon thank you for y'all like tuning in straight yeah, up i see, I see all y'all we got what's up what do we got to say hey, we got the home we got caitlin we've got um hey caitlin the homie brooke we've got hey, heather brooke. dj flip dj flip do a kick flip yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's been today's motto <laughs> <laughs> what up q great but yeah so so i guess the best thing possible to start with is uh, present. What is already? What do we know already that uh, not everybody might? Um, I mean, outside of the record becoming a two-year-old little toddler, now it has legs and it says stuff and it does stuff and people have responded and have talked about it and they've given us positive feedback, negative feedback. And with that, now I feel like we have a responsibility, right? We gotta start parenting it. Yeah, we definitely preparing for a new record. Yeah. Today we were shortly just uh, briefly just talking about <clears throat> writing new material. Maybe uh, just like branching out to a different like sort of sound. But we're artists and that's what we do. But we're looking forward to it and we hope you guys can just like be a part of that journey with us. For sure. Seriously, we've been talking today about the new record, what's going to sound like, what we anticipate to write when we'll come out with it. We want to give y'all new material sooner than later. We want to give ourselves new material sooner than later at mm -hmm. that rate too. And we want Chris and I, all of us were talking about like a 12 song record for the next one. This past one was 10 songs. Let's up the ante, bring it to a good 12 and give you something that is like still relevant, but a transitional kind of type of sound towards what we want to do in the future without like, deterring any current listener too hard for sure i think it's definitely important to keynote that uh, to highlight that all three of us maintain a very different lane in our day-to-day -day outside of when we're together scheduling is mutual, definitely right? hard yeah and not out like that outside of the scheduling being tough what's unique is that we all have something new to bring to writing that we didn't have before very true so in the new release it is it's it's kind of like something that needs to be and wants to be and organically it feels like it's going to be very different than what we've written in the past as far as how we write so we know we'll have a different end result than before but the same token not letting it be too much of a you know serious 180 from what's already been delivered so this record we we pledge to make it a bridge yeah. and what it is is a bridge that you can feel comfortable on because you know what we're capable of but a bridge where you're excited to to see what we're capable of coming to a 100% investment from us. And it's that's like a, an evolution for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's something excited to be a part of and I guess keep your eyes on. I'm excited to keep my eyes on it. So I hope that other people can kind of do the same. Yeah, it's. Think? I think that you're you're saying it well. To say the least, we're wanting to, this one to be more self-produced, okay? Mm -hmm. with, all on us. Yeah, with more of what we got um, at hand with our technical abilities. Let's this time do more pre-writing demoing ourselves before the record making sure this one has more creative control over the way that it's going to hit your eardrums and everything like that we want to take a, a slightly different process the first one was a very good traditional straightforward process yeah big props to to matt cycle and holy city music too like our engineer and studio awesome experience and this is no way to discredit that we no just, we just have an idea 
No, exactly. It's about that time that we take it into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we'll do drum tracking elsewhere and all that good stuff, but a lot of the guitar demoing and vocal demoing or whatever we can do here at the studio, of course. Yeah, our, yeah. Our best bet is to try to keep you guys involved and like keep you guys posted as we write as we continue to create <clears throat> we want to keep documenting this because I, I, we actually have a bunch of old footage from our past record that we have never released oh, that yeah. we're working on I haven't even seen putting that, out for you I'm guys excited. soon as well so i'm excited yeah it's gonna be really cool just just to like honor the anniversary of the honest record but i would yeah, like we're I gonna would... keep up to date and just like let you guys know what we're up to Weekly, monthly, just keep you guys posted for sure. What up, Dash? Go on. And, and being current, like you said, yeah. like to, to keep running with that little stream of energy, like I would also say that I would be really interested to hear what you have to say. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you might love about what already exists, what you dislike about what already exists as co- when it comes to our music, but also what you'd like to hear in the future. Uh, I'm not saying that we'll like grant every wish ever put in our laps but i am saying that any type of motivation incentive any type of creative inspiration is something that is is never a bad idea yeah we listen to the feedback and we we take it all to heart and we love all of you guys and we can ask for better fans honestly so just keep doing what you do yeah everybody's been epic yeah everybody has been epic man it's been like the whole wind in the sails outside of just like the creative energy in and of itself from recording and what we reap cathartically even, even when we were uh before we even released <clears throat> the honest record we were just constantly playing shows we didn't have any tracks released we weren't even on spotify at all like we had all the support just alone from people showing up the shows and like that was something that i was not expecting because we just started off as a band and we just came up out from nowhere and it's just like right. Just to show that love, guys, like really is awesome. It's continuing to to grow as we continue to f- to move on. So thank you. I almost cussed. <laughs> <laughs> Can we cuss? Can, oh fuck we talk yeah! About that? As we continue <laughs> to like, fucking oh, go uh, on, like let's it. do this shit. <laughs> so before it becomes like a biography about you know us, I think it's really important that we get to have an opportunity or like a platform here. Thank you for this platform to talk about our perspective, like regardless of you know what. It informs our music like I would love to talk about like uh, just in general like some of the things we talked about today that once you had the idea of podcasting I'd love to share like to anybody who cares we were talking about things like uh, how a passion right can be its own little hobby like if you're writing music if you're I'm a really big fisherman if you're fishing if you're a drummer if you're a DJ if you're an artist if you're a a teacher, an educator, and your passion is to do this thing, it's only important for X, Y, and Z, right? Right. Until you make that passion. One of the like moments of our conversation that was like a super aha moment for me, we started talking about whether or not that passion is moving the needle forward in that industry or that space, whatever it is for us, music or fishing or whatever it is, educators. And trying to figure out a way for gods to take on the responsibility that comes with the access that we have to being creatives. Like, making sure that's a priority is something I would love to just like talk to all y'all about, mm-hmm. to all of us about, in your own lanes, how that's, like, informed you or not. Or- well, right. Speaking of priorities, this is one of the important talking points that we've had to diverge on, mm-hmm. like, today, before mm-hmm. we came here. We, we grabbed a couple of drinks, blah, 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 and talked about really how it's going to be more of a benefit to us to really start working on a new record instead of trying to do more shows right now like as in it's uh, it's been two years since we literally released that album so it was like a, at least about a year before that that we started working on the albums that's like three years now essentially mm-hmm. in between we've got to do our diligence now and enough forth- time to develop a responsibility right yeah that's the that's the just putting the time in exactly how I feel exactly like nothing like irks like grinds my gears more than a band that releases a really good album and takes forever to release their next one (laughs) (laughs) right I mean it could be like that yeah it could be like that for sure we've also been busy doing like you said other things we all have lanes yeah you know to try to sustain outside of this so it's yeah until we're like main stage you know we got to do our life things 
Yeah. But the bigger thing too, it's like there's a privilege to to having a lane outside of music. A lot of artists out there mm-hmm. and I wanna tip my hat to the friends of ours that are all probably touring somewhere right now. Props and to dealing and dealing with the hardship and reality of a band that's full time shows. Mm-hmm. Performance driven. You know, mm-hmm. like we wanna be one of those bands that you know, at our age, you know, we're all in our thirties now. Holy shit! That's so we're all in our thirties, so to believe. I know, so, right? <laughs> and, the, and the harder reality is that we kind of have to think about all lanes, all avenues of ways to like stimulate ourselves, but also give something that donates a progression to this space. So, for us, you know, performance is definitely important. We love playing shows, but. I think we talked about earlier today, uh, not knowing about the podcast, we said a lot of good things. And one of those things was that we do have an opportunity to really focus on the production side Mm -hmm. and not just the performance side where it's like we can actually think about things that could blow our minds while playing live because we're creating a product that's able to be a production forward thing. It's like thinking about it that way gives you a better performance when recording so yeah we're really trying to dial in that sound for us this time around yeah I, and we have more attention. tools at our fingertips now than we did back then so that's what I'm this next about. yeah i have a, a feeling that this next album will come that much easier yeah. and that we will be that much more inspired because of those things that like 10 years ago weren't even conscionable to have at our fingertips so true all the technology hardware software knowledge (laughs) which is experience knowledge exactly exactly Exactly. you know so we're we're on another level now we're trying to evolve like a pokemon (laughs) (laughs) i will say we do have like an advantage and i'm so thankful to have philip as a bandmate because he really is the guy with all the gear all the production like yeah he literally has his own studio like we We can't do it alone I it really does take an all. army. Yeah. It does take an army, but my man is being general right now. Yeah, <laughs> feels good, dude. Yeah. Oh no, like y'all inspire me. And, and the fact that you got this podcast going on, the pursuit of sound, just like supporting artists, is a phenomenal thing you got going on, dude. Like, thanks, keep it going, dude. dude. This is all about. Uh, I'm not half the shit without my homies. So thanks for having us on this, it, dude. I was like, we're gonna do this right now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense to do no this. Choice. I was like, yo, okay. So then now we're gonna go back to my house and do a podcast. <laughs> They're my like, dog, my dog uh, needs I mean, to eat soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Um, no, we've we'll got, have stuff coming out for you guys soon. We just wanted to let you know that we're not dead. And nope. we're just taking Very, a step back and much so the opposite. Yeah, really focusing on this next album. So get excited, get pumped, because we are. Yeah, this is a new this is a new kind of chapter that uh, uses everything that we are thankful for, grateful for, any humility that we've gotten to unfortunately experience in the last. <laughs> uh, two years is now going to be a very fortunate thing for us we have a platform where we get to share it and uh a lot of things that i think you know you know about things you don't know about will come out in this music and i think it's also a really cool thing for our friendship our our, our, our friendship is not only just friends you know we mm-hmm. have a business together and i think a lot of people forget about that when they when they listen to artists talk about their point of view or what they want to do next or what they've already done people so forget true. And the truth is, it's very hard to find individuals that you can be in a business with and homies with. And just having that fuels and informs the music we get to make in a way that a lot of bands will never understand. That chemistry is important. Yeah, we've all known each other for like over 10 years. We're very like, lucky. That's wild. Straight up. Yeah. yeah I really don't lucky. know anybody else for more than 10 years. The people that, <laughs> that I do, we write music together. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like my, you know, that's you a know rare who thing. it is. Mel, I hope you get to hear this one day. I'm talking about you. Yeah, shout out to all the homies we played with in the past. Much love, Caitlin. Zephyranthes. Zephyranthes. Oh, they're so fun. Catholic. Shiloh. Quiet Shiloh. Dude, we can't do this. There's so many names we're going to not remember. I know. Cusco. Everybody's been so chill. When we didn't mention them. But yeah. Shout out to all the homies, though. You, You are loved. We, we had such a, a lovely upbringing and we're not trying to sleep on that or take it for granted. The next time we come back, it's going to be that much more. And people in the, my homies in the <laughs> other side good. of the door. This is more musicians right over there. <laughs> <coughs> exactly. This is the life we live. But, you know, we do have some songs already written that y'all haven't oh, they're, heard before. They're cooking. Yeah, we have. Won't be long. Yeah, we've we, got material. Mm-hmm. We've we've got some some stuff under our belt, but 
I hope to, I'm not sure we've talked about this release date wise, but I want to be able to offer a new record come like pre summertime, basically. Okay. Like, give us like a decent, like, set, six, seven months, you know what I mean? Y'all know I turn, you know, a, a certain old age around July the 11th. Oh, it, it, might not, my dude. it might not be a bad thing to have a little listening party on the birthday. So if oh. we can put something out by July of 2023, that would be really ideal, huh? I think we have that's a That's a pretty lofty goal, considering how hard we're about to go on this record. But I think good, good incentive just means a good end result. So I think we'll do something great if we have some pressure. Yeah, you guys heard it first from Chris. Shit. <laughs> so lay the pressure. I did just put that pre- You know what? My back hurts already. It's been 30 seconds. Not even. I mean, the weight of the world... No, but bring it. I think the weight of the world is how we work best. You know, like, Straight up. We wrote that record out of uh, a, an interesting situation. No, we were just homies, chilling, you, being roommates you with had, nothing better you to do. You had your child. Yeah. And it was time for us to have, you know something creative to do that might fuel that child's progression uh there's a lot to that you know layers wise that and so much has happened since then too like exactly that has so only much, exponentially gotten even more we just gotta fucking real. write more of that that's why i said fucking so that again. pressure is good that's how you that's how you <laughs> write a record you know you have to have something to talk about anyway so this will be good yeah, exactly. A lot of cathartic built-up energy within all of us. I know we're ready to, to come that much harder on this next record and and really like defy our own expectations. Like the first record was good, you know? I feel like it got received super well, like we even more so fun. than I thought. Like we were just having fun and that I was stoked when Now and Then broke ten K. One thing I did that enjoy about the writing process is I was always like tr- challenging myself like what can i you know i watched better? you become a better drummer yeah literally graduate i became Amen. a better guitarist on that record yeah we really challenged ourselves well. and we reach a new level but now it's time to like reach a new level like i guess this time around 100 we yeah. set a bar that we know we can jump yeah there's so much potential out here <laughs> i listen to the yeah. record still i'm like god we should have done this we could have done that like I really want to do that this time around with this next this next record for sure. I think we did a great job considering we were there for it just for fun, and yeah. now we get to be there for fun and with a purpose. Yeah, you know, a target, and that is um, that can be a, a very positively connotated dangerous, <laughs> and that's what I'm excited to put out. Danger is my middle name. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm looking forward to exploring the realm of more intricacies more right. subtleties the chemistry mm-hmm. our own biochemistry musically speaking and more of a collaboration in a sense like bring your shit to the table like on your end because we're trying to add more electronics to the piece too this is a new fledged discussion as well when yeah. it comes to electronics and production really value is. behind the record because i didn't know what y'all thought about that really pre today um and that kind of blew my mind because I'm like all down for production backtrackings. Like I want which the, we do the live nice subtle backtracks with. for us, um, which we'll have to figure out. Um, We've been an instrumental man this far, right? Yeah. So for us, that's not a stretch even. To yeah. implement something that's just like audio tangible is easy, right? Mm-hmm. To put something in that's just another layer, another onion layer depth to our music is something that doesn't even seem like a far-fetched idea. The unique truth is, I think it's going to be tight to implement this because it leaves our hands a little more free, which gives us the chance to play with new instruments, new layers, live, but also vocals. And that's something that, as an instrumental band, we don't have to do for any reason. But why not get better as musicians? And why not try it? We were all front men. Well, Chris and I were front men at one point, yeah, and... (laughs) Jesus Fuck Christ, like, Philip can blow, he can toot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can blow a mean one. He can toot, I mean, he can, uh, <laughs> nah. Nah. He's we're all We're all capable to sing. Yeah. So we might as well be Why trying to, to offer that as a, yeah. uh, again, you get access to, to information or, or an ability or, or something you're, you know, creatively passionate about, you have a responsibility to share it. Yeah, so more three-part harmonies, please. Yeah, yeah dude, dude. we're gonna go straight boys to men. All <laughs> <laughs> if the record's the not R&B as good as boys to men, if it's not as good as a boys to men record, like 
We may never release it. <laughs> I will say that. I'm just that, kidding. I yeah, pray. I yeah. pray it's half as good as the boys to Oh, God thugs and harmony. God thugs. We didn't yeah. even really talk about like. And honesty. Yeah, we didn't really talk about doing <laughs> vocals for the record. We kind of just threw the vocals in for Unforgettable because it just fits so well. It just seemed like one of those songs that if you didn't get to sing on, that you like. You put too much pop into it for no reason. It turned like, out so good, It was just good, Matt, dude. like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, range, uh, outro. I did <laughs> not sing on that. I remember while we were recording Facts. vocals, we would come up with different ideas on the spot, like, harmony-wise, and just go off that. Like, that's what I love about recording vocals, because you, you hear it, and you can try it out. Right. Like, and that's right what I love about there. weed. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> we did enough of that to really inspire lyrics on that song. Oh, yeah. That song went... It, gave, it gives me chills every time I hear those, like, background, like... Ah. It's strange. I would say that, like, we should probably put a poll out to see if everybody agrees. But as a person that's zoomed in on the record, like, the three of us are, we're, like, very zoomed in because we, like, made it. Mm-hmm. But to the people that didn't make the record, I would love to put a poll out that asks about your interest in vocals at all. I'd love to know if that's something that would be desirable. Like, yo, let's just hear what they're capable of vocally. Or like, no, I like them because they don't have it. Like, that's their, like, that's the strength behind their record and why I listen to it when I'm at the gym or just vibing on schoolwork or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Like, I would love to hear the perspective of you to see, like, yo, is is lyrics even something you're interested in? We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Straight up. But I would like to know, like, what what the like strengths and, and you know like things we should like, lean into i feel like it's good to have vocals and it's good to not have vocals at the same time because totally. a to not have vocals it gives the listener their freedom to give what they're listening to sure. their own reasoning and meaning for the song right. how they feel about it or like if you do have lyrics to a song and you're listening to it you can re- definitely relate to that subject matter and bring it into your own and 100%. that's really heartfelt too so there's there's positives in both ways i'm curious to hear what people will have to say about our music too at the end of the day vocals. it's me being selfish like i would just love to know <laughs> Either way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's we, not we important can, we can do it i'm greedy i want to know everything <clears throat> yeah we can See, do it all guys sometimes people like so far we haven't heard anything bad so i i That's take that true. it's a double-edged sword on for yeah. as far as asking for critique versus doing what we want to artistically like that's where lines get blurred oh what what do we think our expectations should be versus like what do we just really want to that's what the bone core essence of honest was about and that's why it is called honest is because of that and we do want to make something that's different as in like literally setting a new paradigm status quo that should be something that y'all can't necessarily anticipate as far as feedback towards right. us, this is the de- this is the this is the um, devil's advocate of the scenario where it's like, where we can take in advice all day, but at the same time, we're a one step ahead in a in a yeah. Art- we're gonna do what we're gonna do artistically. Yeah. yeah, but it is nice to know what is expected because to be honest, and this is maybe like like opening the curtain too much, right? Like giving a little bit too much of our hand away. But at the same token, that's what the that's what our band does. <laughs> that's why we read wrote the record honest but mm-hmm. truth is honest, the reason yeah. why i want to open that that a little bit is so that i can be better than that so that philip can be better than that and so that Deslin can be better than that when you tell me or tell us at I all exceed your expectations. this is what the expectation True. is all we day. can only use that to know what we need to beat what we need to overcome exactly. what we want to you know good point good put point. better out then so it's just nice Fair. to to see behind your curtain a little bit but in the in the reality of it is we're gonna do what we're gonna do but we care it would be really nice it would be really nice if we ever knew that we were checking boxes when we did it yeah because sometimes you do it and you, your head just grows right and you just go you get to the point where you're so proud of something that it's kind of hard to notice if you've done the industry a favor if you're pushing the needle forward and progression so true right? that was like a thing that i heard Jimi hendrix um on a super vintage obviously um what interview this? this is Nicotine. Yeah. So basically, Jimi Hendrix is talking about the same thing that we all know as artists. Okay, people can sit here and pump your head up all day long. Oh yeah, you do a great job. Blah blah blah. And like the 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 weaker artists will let that go to their head and just use it to inflate an ego. The harder core artists like Jimi Hendrix, X Y Z, are like, 
okay, word, you think that's good? Well, uh, like, you haven't seen nothing yet still in a regard, and I'm not going to let that inflate my ego. Instead, just use it as fuel for the fire for the cathartic energy that I need to bring something that much better and not be set in a, a <laughs> rut of content. <laughs> I'm always awkward about. Get. I'm always awkward about taking compliments too. Like when someone compliments him, like uh, I'm so awkward about it because like I well, feel I mean, like compliments I feel like are I can weird. Do better, like compliments are weird. Uh, compliments are my favorite, least favorite thing. You know, they're the thing I love to hate the most and hate to love the you most. You get them, but you don't know what to like. Well, compliments say. are hard because compliments don't pay your bills. First of all. <laughs> and and I'm, no offense to anybody who's ever complimented me that might be listening to this or hear this one day, but I'll be honest with you. I didn't do this. I don't do this. I don't work with my friends. We don't break our own schedules and worry about our dogs at home, our kids at home, our fucking clients at home. They have to record in an hour, but we're still plugged in in a storage <laughs> space an hour away. Right. Like Been we there. don't we don't do this stuff to think about that and hope that someone goes, "Hey man, thanks or good job." That's not how we do it. It's literally, it's a very selfish thing that teaches us how to love ourselves so that we better know how to love each other. I, and yeah, and, and that's a, we do. That's a strange thing, but when Deslin compliments me, <laughs> or Philip compliments me on a guitar part, Likewise. whatever, that, that stuff is why I do this. And it's no offense to anybody listening, like I said before, but it is a true fact that we do this so we get better. And I don't know what it is, if that's like a, if that's the ego. Right, that you're trying to inflate is be like, yo, dude, I just want to be a better guitar player personally. I just want to. I want to practice this all the time. And if I can do that in a way that people like watching the journey, the dream is met. That's yeah. how I feel about you guys too. Like, I feel like you guys playing with you guys make me a better Same. artist. Like, it may that's what makes our band kind of chill. Yeah, I'm like always nervous when I show up. It was, that's <laughs> chill. It was crazy. That's a good band to be in. There's so much that our general audience hasn't heard behind the scenes. Is in like. Yeah, I never true. anticipated us three to be in a band after all was said. Could like, because, you know what out. I mean? Like, as far as, like, the chemistry con is concerned, I know that after I... Deslin and I started out with being in a band with a each other. Band. High literally, school Literally, yeah. we had a two-piece band that only played... Our guitar instrumental, our, our talent show at high school. <laughs> like literally, that was really only, and then we were stoked on that. Fifteen watt practice amp, hey. boom. Graduate from that to how, how many years glance. ago was that? Dude, sixteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. So all I'm saying is, as young people that are only in their mid thirties, early thirties, really, mid, until we hit thirty five, we're not mids. I'm there. Almost. We're not Reggies yet. Truth is, that's a lot of experience in this room. A lot of experience in this band that are totally different. Like yeah. everybody here's experience has been totally different. That's why there's it was, some overlap. That you've was had, why it was like kind of road experience. That's why it was kind of unsuspecting. Yeah, Chris was out here. I knew about Chris because he was a songwriter with Mel Washington and or Tech for I'll Get Out. I'll Get day. Out. Yeah, on the which road. we ran into while, Mel Washington earlier today. Yep. No, exactly. And then so all the years later, like y'all, the mutual. Tie between is us is Matt Tootin and y'all were in mm -hmm. Medic and I was in a band yeah, with Matt Tootin and then y'all were in a band with Matt Tootin after I was in a band with Matt Tootin and then <laughs> <laughs> we're all like Eskimo brothers what's up Matt Tootin Matt Seriously. Tootin dude. shout out to Medic yo too. if you don't yet shout follow the Lab SC I think is his handle yeah check out the cool stuff that Matt does this is home Medic <laughs> yo the hundredth the hundredth way yeah, before hundreds, dude. gotta call hundredth it before it was or the hundredth no, before just, it was hundredth. Yeah. Or, or the reverse. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Matt, you yeah, have to fix this for us. We don't remember. He's, but he's a legend. That guy taught me a lot about uh, really figuring out a sonic space. And, and, and honestly, I'm very motivated by people like him. Dude, he... That are just dance to their own beat and like totally roll their own... He really taught me dice. about control. Dice, in, in, yeah. In like, just like controlling the sound right. and impact of the drums. and like What he taught me a yeah. lot about too... Cause I, I'm not a drummer, but what he taught me a lot about too was kind of finding what a good song is. You know what I mean? Like before you even start writing something, like go get your inspiration up. You know, go get your ears on right. Go get your lenses right for your good homework. music. Yeah, yeah, and and like kind of getting the vibe. Sometimes it's not something that I have to use every day, but without that anecdote from him like there's some days where i don't think i would have got anything done musically but because you. i got on that like you know that hiatus coyote 
for an oh. hour before we got together <laughs> to practice or something. You know what I mean? Like Dog, yeah. when you get in like that oh brother world where you're like, all right, I'm writing something heavy as fuck today <laughs> because it's I listened to that record. It's the inspiration. Yeah, yeah Matt, gotta, Matt, Tudin, Matt Tudin was really big about listening to some shit for a minute before we started. No, I and still, that's good. I'd still do that. I still on. think about... Yeah, we all do that shit. Yeah, whenever I'm writing parts, I think about shit. I still think to this day about what he would say if I had this part. Like, I'd be like, what would he say? Like, what should I do? Like, I've really taken the play. Like, what everyone, everyone I've worked with musically, I take their advice with me still to this day and utilize that. Little, little bracelets out here WWMTD yeah. what would Matt Tootin do oh I'd yeah, wear that you know, dude. I'd wear that oh my god I'd he, buy a fur coat though homies. that's what yeah. I would do I got cold as hell the other day I went hunting y'all I went hunting if you guys don't know about Chris out he's a fucking fly fisherman doing his thing out here I do some fishing do some hunting um, and I went hunting the other day and all I could think about was Matt Tootin and how warm he probably was sitting on some porch listening to some mixes he just finished mastering <laughs> And he's got a fur coat on and a giant medallion. I was like, damn. <laughs> in my vision of Matt Tudin, he was looking like a boss, warm as shit, and I was sitting in a deer stand, cold as hell. We miss you, dude. Seriously, we've yeah. all we've yeah, all worked yeah, with we you. All miss you. We yeah. we need to track drums for this next re- next record with him. That'd be That'd sick, be dude. Yeah. That'd be super fun. Yeah, I I feel like that would that would go over well. A uh, quick recap to anybody that hasn't been here the whole time, or if you have been here the whole time, quick like. Uh, let's say PSA on the the things to remember so far first of all our record honest is now two years old that happened on Thanksgiving we're super excited everybody gave that such a warm welcome and we're also super excited that we're able to celebrate it two years later with new music soon yes Uh, B we all realize now that uh, what's gonna happen next is gonna be different uh, not necessarily different style of music, but a different style of writing. It's a different approach. That's going to always uh, uh, involve uh, or end up with a new end result than we're used to. So get ready for that. Uh, three, thank you, Matt Tootin, <laughs> for inspiring us in our life so far that we're at a place where not only do we remember you and love you, but we use your teachings today. Yeah. And then step four, Thank you, Cyclone at Holy City Music, for the awesome opportunity and the awesome time we had recording Honest. Uh, That was an incredible experience and has taught us everything that we think we need to know now. Small note on Cyclone. Philip and I have been working with him since we were fucking 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, if you're in a band <laughs> yeah. trying to record, reach out to He's this man. He's been doing it Holy for City Studios years. Now. Go, highly recommend him, seriously. Yeah, um, he used to be Peppermints and Cigarette Studios, now it's Holy City Music Holy Studio. City Music Studio. Yeah. Holy City Music Studio, yeah, you'll, you'll find him eventually here in Charleston, South Carolina, and... Yeah, Yeah. the whole engineering side is a big flip side of the coin on what it means to be an artist. Boom, you bring your artistry, and then the other side of the coin is the engineering. We're trying to blend that now more that my skills are up, and I know we've all been in and out of studios for 15 years at the very least. So, you know, this, this next record I think we're highly anticipating so much, and it's just been too long since we've actually, like, hit y'all's ears with some sort of like explicit update on what our intentions are what we've been up to why it's been a minute since we've released and recorded covid messed everything up the sickness rolled through town messed up all of our pockets and gone yet but we are prepared now to deal with something like that yeah for sure you know so it always helps us to just keep our current album on repeat on Spotify, Honest. Yeah, put us on your playlist. God's <laughs> G-O-D-S. Work out to our shit. Put the period at the end. And also, please, like, last plug, merch store, godstheband.com, G-O-D-S-T-H-E-B-N-D.com. We've got so much merchandise up there now, like everything from socks uh, to hats, hoodies, uh, shirts, yeah. tank tops, think, hoodies, you think, name again, it. Again, pulling, pulling the curtain back. The reason why it's important we plug this stuff is because as we write something that's going to be a little more DIY, it's going to take a lot more resources. Mm-hmm. So unless we sell a bunch of merch, we want to make sure that, love, 12, that 12 song record happens. Unless we sell a bunch of merch, we, we I mean, we got to fund it somehow. We can't we'll do get there that much easier, financially easier with us being able to do everything else. Like, we basically be besides the drums here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to do it in-house. It's going to be a little more expensive, but we think you deserve it. 
So and your support is everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, we've we've had a lot more endearing of a process. Something that I wanted to mention um, on a talking point that we were recently discussing about like ten minutes ago was the whole thing about like our sound being accepted and all that good stuff. Like I remember joining into the band and being like, "Man, I don't even know if there's a demand for this kind of type of beat." <laughs> like I, I I kind of entered it on a leap of faith, and I really didn't know how it was going to be accepted and all that good stuff and it ended up being accepted way better than i anticipated um it's to my surprise you know like, right though, just right? saying you know why right why i believe personally people are always rewarded when they do something that came from a risk you know what i mean like if you're not obil- like if you're if you're not in the ring to take a risk typically you're not going to get invested in and it requires risk to find reward sometimes but the other end is like when you're not doing something for a reward, then it's always a risk, mm. and that's and that's how we got into it, right? Was it wasn't about like yo, let's make the best bird ever. It's just like yo, let's just be homies, write some music, and that's a risk, you know? Yeah, and I really correlated with the sound, like the part that resonated with me to to make the risk was the whole thing about actually the sound of it like before pre-recorded you know it's just me in a room with Deslin and Chris and they're playing me parts and I'm just like <laughs> uh, okay is this cool or not like I yeah, yeah. and I'm like is this writable like I'm not used to like I've the bands that I've been in on bass I, I more or less came in and was like playing on pre pre contrived parts and this time yeah, it was had, in my locus of control oh. yeah blueprint exactly and so now uh, it really put me in a whole new mindset. I really liked that sort of like um, challenge and what that meant. And just the passion about it is really at the end of the day, something that I've been very true to the virtue of at the end of anything is like, if I this is if this is what my life is about, then I'm gonna put like my best foot forward and be there for it. Like it's it it, it involved you and Eslin, and y'all were willing to get me in on it. I was like, yo, wait, it, a three piece? It was worth that risk. Let me read real quick. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. Oh, oh, the, um, yeah. Since you're gonna release this without any video for the podcast on Spotify, just let them know your name really quick and what you play in the band. Oh, yes, of course. Well, I'm Philip Ward, and I play bass in the band. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we... Uh, maybe y'all just introduced y'all selves at the beginning. But, yeah, so they started the band as a band called Royal Blood, mm-hmm. which is sick name. It was a sick name. I know that y'all ended up, like, pretty much before I really was involved, changing the name because of a UK project that was along the same exact name that yeah, they the didn't know about. The but. intention of the name was, like, just to, like, show everyone that, like, we're all descendants of, like, God, like, blood. Like, we all have, like, basically, like, that in our blood. So, Royal Blood was, like, the first thing that came to mind. And we looked it up, and that was already a two-beast name. And God's wasn't taken, so we're like, might as well just go with God's, because we're ten- everyone is technically, like... A god of their own, so we just went like that, and we want to show everyone that. So don't cancel us for all the Christians out there. Gods, what? There's more than what? No, we're all gods out here. Listen, we're not a Christian rock band. <laughs> we're not <laughs> <laughs> by any means. But like, we'll, we'll, we'll watch us put ourselves in that category. <laughs> and Versus angels is though. Let's get canceled. <laughs> no, um, and so. That, it was something that I, I realized was kind of like an issue like with the name, but I was just like, dude, honestly, like who cares? Like honest <laughs> It worked out. Ties dude. back into our record name. But yeah, so outside of names and everything and more or less a artistic writing direction, we're we're always gonna stay true to this this sound in a in a way. But does not every artist like evolve and you know experiment you know we're not trying to like lose any followers or anything and change our sound heavy because i know bands that i listened to back in the day that were like oh i love them for this sound and then oh their new record sucks it's nothing like their old record why so many times have i have i been disappointed under oath like dude back in the day like all your favorite bands that end up changing a sound on you that's that's not like where we're at like we, we, we want to stay in a vein, and I what know is, that we will, and we'll just expound upon what you've already heard. I want to know I want to know what you guys are like listening to right now. 
that's inspiring you like us in, yeah i want to know you personally even, what you guys are listening to even our our watches yeah, hit the comments on hit the comments on what listening you're listening to, to, right, to right now as well yeah. Uh, but I all right, Desi, you yeah. have to start. You presented this lofty ass question. You have to answer <sighs> first. All right, so who are you listening to right now? You only get maximum three bands to talk about. <clears throat> okay, that's and not that's, the Wiggles. That's fair. <laughs> if you put the Wiggles on, I'm gonna there, do I three different. Stand but disapprove. I'm gonna do three different <laughs> genres, honestly. So lately, I've been listening to uh, a lot of Delta Sleep. They've just been consistent for me. I don't know if you guys know you about Delta Sleep. Dug that band hard. Yeah, they. I don't know. They're they, mathy. They're like mathy, but like they have like this alternative sound to them. They kind of give me this, like they kind of throw me back to like how I felt in the '90s as a kid. It just gives me that, like it, it brings me back to like that time. Makes that me feel grunge vibe of Nirvana's and in a way, but like they're not even. Yeah, but they're not even like that. They just have that attitude, you know. Right. And I, I, I hear that. I, I just really That's like cool. that. But like. I've been listening to a lot of this this band called Sweet Pill. It's like this. Oh, you showed me them. Yeah, it's like Gnarly. this chicks. They're new. There's this chick singer. Like she's fire. Um, That's sick. Yeah, check them out. And uh, the third band is just like a. It's just toe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're never gonna stop. You're yeah. never gonna stop I'm, I'm, listening I'm, I'm to the Japanese. I'm gonna keep it generic. Yeah, I love toe. Instrumental. Yeah. Rock band toe that likes to play with my American Spotify tools. yearly shit is always the same. I swear to God, like my top five is just consistently like the same band. No wonder you asked this question. You asked this question so you can get new music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, I've been listening to the same ass five yes. disc CD changes. Swear to God, dude. <laughs> but I'm, I really want to know. Like, but see, this is why I love being in a band with you guys because you guys branch out from like yeah, just we branch out. So Yo, tell shit. me about you played three different songs on the way here. Yeah, from five minutes that? away that I had never heard. Yeah, and those weren't probably weren't tracks that y'all expected me to be playing for no, y'all either. No, they were soul nah, and funky, it felt bro. Like, it felt like we should have been selling tickets that what for you've the been Harbor into? Cruise out of Shim Creek. See, and that's like the thing that people don't expect at all. Horns. Oh, the yeah. The rhythm and bass was undeniably tight. What was it called? Yeah, who was that? There was a few different ones. I played a Rachel Horton track called Waste My Time, which I just love. Like the the instrumentation alone is just yeah, so, so up my alley, up. and then none of her other stuff sounds like that at all. Which I was like, waste my time, Rachel Horton. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> waste my time. We're trying to check out your other stuff. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound like this. <laughs> nah, but then also an Andrew Jules, uh, no, a Jules Grant remix called Aqua Girl. Yeah, he remixed Aquagirl. Aqua Girl, and that one was mad thick, funky thick like flavor. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah and yeah. she thick like Pooh Bear. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> These are like my new that's rotations. That's why you kept saying that big gun. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that, that's just my jam, dude. And um, who else you been listening to? I, I like let I like funk of all sorts. Like that was off of like a new funk playlist and dude, bass lines, dude, that's like my inspo. Mm. Are you serious? All that, that fucking sense. Sense. shit. Some super sense. And I've just been in that kind of type beat lately. Some like whereas like I feel like y'all are more in like the where I've been all over the board, like oh my whole life. I don't know, Chris is pretty well rounded with his music too. Yeah. Like, Hip hop especially. He, you're always showing me the freshest hip hop artists. Yeah. yeah, my third would be X Mag. Third would be X Mag, but <laughs> E X M A G. Anyways, go on to Chris. I mean, I wasn't ready for the question. That's why I was stalling and made y'all go first. <laughs> All right, Manchester. So one of the. I mean, I I listen to a lot of Manchester. That's the last time we they're hung not, out. You they're not necessarily one of those inspiration bands anymore. They're one of those like, like pulses that I just need to make sure is still bumping. Yeah. Every now and then, I'll just like listen to it and make sure it makes me feel the way it made me feel then. Make sure it's still. I never got into them. So I think a lot of it was being spoiled rotten and touring with a band that toured with them enough to like get to pick them apart outside of their music. Oh, get out! So now it informs how I listen to things they release. I think about the person that I met and yeah. what, what they might have to say, and then it helps me figure out what's going on when they release something. And they just put out another track that was supposed to be on their last record. Uh, uh, million masks of God, but it's one that ended up like some deluxe, like re. They just like revisited a song that never made the record, and then released a whole new album. <laughs> no, no, they, no. Were, they weren't that mean to us. They were really sweet about it. They only put out one record, and oh, it was okay. free, and or one track, and it was yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a really cool song. It's definitely one that they went like 
deliberate on making sure it was not released with the original because it didn't sound like the record until the end. Like this last bridge and crazy chorus is, is not really a lot of energy, but before Maybe that's that, why they didn't put it on the record. Bingo. It just didn't sit with the continuity probably. So mm-hmm. what I've been doing lately is I listen to artists on Spotify, but I don't pay for it. So <laughs> being the guy with ads, that means I get to like shuffle an artist. So I don't really catch like one record anymore. So I'm learning how to be better about respecting things that don't have a lot of continuity and showing me like how to listen to artists that might put out a curveball from that last thing you just heard from them. Like they're two different records that might have a decade in between their releases. So mm-hmm. like when you have Spotify in your pocket like that and you're not like getting to just choose what you want all the time, mm-hmm. it actually forces you out of your comfort zone a little bit to hear what that artist is capable of, not what they're currently doing. So I'm listening to a lot of artists that way, so it changes how I listen to artists. I'm no longer listening to artists that I already love or like whatever. I'm trying to like kind of hear somebody's whole body of work within five minutes. And so lately it's been uh, Boldy James. I don't know if y'all know about Bojack. I know. you show, Yeah, the lazy rapper, bro. I mean, he's lazy, but like he ain't lazy, <laughs> dude. He's like... His he's, flow is lazy. He like, also just has this like... <laughs> I don't know. He's got a good story. Like, I'm not going to allow him out on this podcast. But he got away with some shit, you know, like he beat a couple cases. And that's pretty rare in this industry where you rap about those cases. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, so, the, so the like he's one of those dudes. So like he's just on it. And uh him and, and the Alchemist does a lot of his beat making. Okay. And so if you're a yeah. fan of the Alchemist at all as a producer or a, a you know, somebody that can make a his own record or a record for an artist. He's the dude. and uh, He has that Earl Sweatshirt vibe, yo. They've worked together a lot. And yeah. uh, I mean, between them and Action Bronson and all them. So I get yeah. some hip-hop influence right now from Bully James. I've been getting some country music influence from people that are going to judge me right this second. I don't <laughs> care. I grew up hunting and fishing and my dad had like a, a literal five-disc CD changer in the truck. And it was like the most diverse shit. It was like ABBA. Oh. Leonard Skinner. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Tears for Fears. What? Jimmy Buffett. No. Elton John. Like just like wow. like wow. he would okay. he was that kind of listener, right? Like yeah. he didn't care what was on as long as there was music. And these are the records that he knew the most songs on, I guess. Because at that era, you know, think about somebody born in this early '60s. This is a person that's Seriously. gonna love all of those artists yeah. by the time he's twenty. Like yeah. it made sense. It was his iPod. It's that classical rockish kind of. It's all of it. It's whatever was trending. It was top forties, but in every genre. And so, like, shout out five disc CD changers in cars. Except for when they right? put like ten disc CD changers in, and they were like in the trunk. It, no, I was about to you say, had to get out. Literally, like the Ford, Ex- the Eddie Bauer Ford Expedition. They were like, yo, you gave them ten records, so they're good. <laughs> They're not going to have to get out the change one. Just put them all in the back. In the back? I was like, yeah, but you gave them 10 CD changers when we had Napster. Every CD was a mix CD you made oh with like all of your God. own shit. You don't even remember what was on each the- disc. You just had Roman numerals on them and shit. <laughs> Burn that shit, what the dude. Fuck. Yeah. Summer mix. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Dude, if your parents were anyway. burning CDs, yeah, but... So, you know... I had a very good upbringing with being uh, progressive within listening to music a little differently. We used to hunt and fish, and every time we'd go hunt, we'd listen to John Anderson, the worst, like, f- Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, like, <laughs> country ever. Good tracks. <laughs> I mean, killer hits, but just a bad... Roll time. Roll time. No, oh, no, I, no, see, time. no wonder I don't know about this But some of the songs guy. are Wait, so he, he didn't have any Garth Brooks... I mean, of course I had Garth Brooks. Oh, I was gonna say, dog. Of course I grew up on Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, all that shit. But <laughs> I also grew up on Paula Abdul. And oh my Prince. god, swag! And you know, that's fortunate. I just said swag. I didn't know these are the things that saved me from just listening <laughs> to that. But the same token, you learn a lot from that, right? A country song is always going to be a song that's the most polished, like the highest level of, uh, let's say, investment in engineering Production you can get. Yeah. Show. So, like, you learn how to make a killer song if you listen to enough country. You don't know how to execute killer lyrics or a killer bass line without other genres, right? So I go to hip-hop, I go to country. Those but then the outside hits. of that, I've been listening a lot. Um, it's kind of even hard to, like... Uh, you got one more band, I think. Am I only allowed to talk about one more? I think so. You did two. Well, then I'll stick it? to I'll stick to Radiohead's new thing. Radiohead oh, is doing a new thing. Uh, it's called the Smile Band. That's a Tom York thing. Obviously, a couple other members are different than the original Radiohead lineup. But um, 
They have a song called The Smoke. Oh, yeah, it's Tom York. So you already know it's about to be creative as shit and take you on another level and challenge you as an artist. Um, But it's different. It's not exactly what I wanted out of it when I heard that Tom York and Radiohead people had a new thing. But it is new music to me, so it's already exciting. And uh, a lot of people might love it more than they like Radiohead because it's different. Here's the thing I have to say about new music it has to like i have to sit on it for a little bit before i can actually like really of course it has to grow on me of course these days really before i can like yeah it's just one of those things what makes a a record a new piece of music grow on you (sighs) so i'll tell you what it is for me if you don't know yet that's a good question i don't know how i fall into a record that I, i don't know how it happens i just like i I start thinking about what it takes to make it I just keep it on repeat. I start thinking about if it sounds like ass or not. Like at <laughs> first, right. like I mean, literally, if I'm like fucking with the parts, if it sounds like ass, I'll, I'm not even gonna give it a minute. Yeah, well, then that's <laughs> yeah, like the that's very true. first. Yeah, right, right. I, before I, I don't even think about how they made it until <laughs> I get nervous. Sometimes I'm like, dude, if I played my record the first time. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that opening track's fire. Where's the lyrics? Dude. That no, opening track is is something. No, it's a cool song. I'm not trying to derail you, but yeah, about what allures you to a new like sound. what what makes you go like oh man, um, that stuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna show I'm gonna share this with someone like that kind well, usually of music. A, a, or you're like I gotta, homie, I gotta send this to the homie. A homie will recommend me something because I never I rarely discover anything on my own. What do you think it is about that track that made them want to share it? Then that's what I think about. Probably and something I, I give different. It, I give it more listens and I start to slowly understand and get a feel for the sound. Right, I've kind right. of adjust to the sound because I'm used to like I'm expecting something when I hear a band from the name. And when I hear bands name, I'm like, oh, I bet you they sound like this. And I have that mindset. That's funny. And when I don't hear that, it takes me a minute to adjust. And I have to get used to it. Course, it's so weird course. for me. And but that's like, I, I mean, that's because we grew up trying to name bands like all the time. Yeah. We're like, what should we name this? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But I... <laughs> um, Cobra Fist. It's <laughs> like reading a book, honestly, too. Like, you'll listen to a whole, whole record and you'll be like... <sighs> Where what chapter would did I really start like if you're yeah. in, but what chapter did I really start getting that's into good, it? That's like what out. track did I really start like investing in this album on? You know, like, probably when like the that. character really starts to like stick out to you, like where it's yeah. like this thing or like certain parts, and you're like, oh, I need to share this part with somebody. To be like, yo, yeah. like, did you like a the time signature like. of this and like yeah. the technical like guitar work and or like vocally like depending on what the band is and you're like yeah the guitarist has to play this at the same time as he sings this like oh my god that's like that's crazy like, and then more so it's only a three like, piece it's like it's probably about yeah. like literally every aspect you know what i mean well, all right let me ask this then let me present a new question what was the last record that you knew was coming that you had heard nothing about that you would buy full out no matter what because you were so excited to experience it straight through top to bottom the way they intended for it to be released like as a you know as a piece of art what was the last record that you spent the money months weeks whatever it was before it was released so that you could guarantee the opportunity to listen to it the way they the intended hi- the it to new be heard. hiatus coyote record okay i will say and i'm like 50 50 on it now i was gonna say man yeah. i feel bad that that's your answer because yeah. i felt the same way when i did that yeah because i did that too yeah <laughs> But when's the last time you paid and did that and you were satisfied? Let's talk about a good moment with music. Linkin Park's reanimation album. Really? It was so different, dude. Nice. Yeah, and it was it was I didn't see you gonna was, I didn't think you were gonna say that. It was all it was their the same songs but just reinterpreted in this phenomenal way. And okay. I was like blown away. Do you remember anything about who was responsible for making that record or like Mike who? Shinoda and Mr. Han. Okay. Like, they are like they're so the tell members. the people where to find this. What was that? Lincoln Park's Reanimation. So if you listen to their first record, Hybrid Theory, which came out on my birthday. Dude, so, old school classic. Yeah, October dude. 24. Yeah. That's a cult classic like at this point. It is. Rest in peace, Chester. Yeah, for But real. like, yeah, so they like, before they released <laughs> media, yeah, right? We already did that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Enough spills. That was for the homies. Enough spills. That was for Chester. <laughs> that was for Chester, dude. Anyways, all right, Philip. Last one. I that you don't know. I, I pirate so much music. I know. That's like a thing about music. I don't know. I buy so I some. Really care about I buy some things, but it's music. not really you out. Know? Of, That's why I bought a record, though. Like, yeah. When's the I last can't. artist you listened to their record top to front because yeah. you knew you could expect 
You had high expectations. Uh, it's got to be X Mag. And you were pleased. X Mag, like till the end of time. X Mag, E X M A G. That stands for extraordinary magnitude. Interesting. It's a oof moment. Yeah, dude. No, they're like the sauce kings and best best. <laughs> they got a good hot sauce best, out. Best band. A good like, tartar sauce. Straight up, like the best blend between electronic sensibility and live band sensibility I've ever heard. Wow. Still, and it's just so indisputable that like every single one of their records, like I will listen to top to bottom in an obsessive manner until I'm sick of it. This is your new homework. I want you to take. That hybrid theory release. Yeah. Use it next time we're about to practice or write. Use it to find your motivation. Same thing with you with X Mag. Okay. Oh, to, yeah. Like just give yourself Good that point. hour of full on like this is my favorite thing to learn from. My my thing before of, we yeah, get dude, into my it. thing with that record specifically is the production value in it. Like from Word. the opening track, it's just like this orchestrated like. You gotta find a way falling, to bring like, a chunk of that feeling to what we do. Strings to what we do. It, it, brings you in dude like from the get-go you're just drawn in i guess that leaves me with homework too because the last time i did this this is a weird one yeah dude what was yours i don't think anybody's ever heard this so i just don't know it's important anymore but to me it's important because actually boys is fine it's okay (laughs) dude (laughs) i wish it was somebody that well known sean paul it's okay dude no it was bob man (laughs) i'm just kidding But it was poppin' hey! <laughs> no, no. It was actually... <laughs> it was actually... Uh... Alright, so I grew up listening to this dude front this band called Pedro the Lion. Okay. Oh, David Mazan yeah, is his name. He's my favorite song, Writer. And most of my favorite parts of him are just me experiencing it. Not what he's done. And what he's given me as art goes. It's like how my friends showed me and how proud they were of it and how my friends say that it was important to them. It made it very important to me before I heard it. And so basically he's re-woken the beast that was Pedro the Lion. Before he went solo, he had that band. Well, he re like recently made that band uh, come out with a new record called Phoenix. It's not that recent, actually. It's old. But this is the last time it happened. Uh, for me so I you know bought this record was super excited to hear it listen to it and it was stellar for me because he like introduced a couple choruses that were from old music and redid them and dropped Full them on backs. top you know what I mean like what I'm saying, the shit where man. you're like I know these lyrics and I've never played this it's record reinterpretation <sighs> but like in a way shit. where it's like yo 30 years later for this guy right 30 years later ain't shit changed I'm still the king and that for me was like a reminder of like don't get rid of what you come from you know, don't get rid of what is God's as you write new music mm-hmm. with your boys. Like, remember what is God's. Yeah. And what is God's for us isn't some chorus. We're instrumental. What is God's for us is our ability to do what's honest, right? Like, to do what feels not only like the right thing, but like the real thing to us. And uh, that's, that's probably why that record was so important to me. Uh, and I'm stoked that all three of us have a, a reminder to go and listen to that shit, play that shit, peep that shit hard before that, we dude. practice again next. Dude, well said, man. I'm, you know? I'm inspired to go listen to some David Bazan actually right now. You showed me him when we were living together. He's a beast, dude. Yo. Thanks for never showing me. Sorry. <laughs> I reserve it for people that I feel like well, are on the same level. We, You're above this, me. This is, yeah, this not was, even. No, we're, just we're, this is Royal Blood Days. Like, yeah, Rutledge before, Avenue days. Before we had any yeah, base at yeah, all. This is, yeah. Like, y'all had already been there, listened to that before, yeah, by the time. Yeah. Like, y'all, we had before creep, we even started writing. We had Creep written. We had Taste in, and Art of War, Art of War written yeah, and see, at the time. I, I had... I got. I had to get my influences on point for the record. It's mainly Circus Survive. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I dude. was. I was I mean, going if that's back. That's an influence. You're gonna all of us for cool. sure. Yeah. All of us can share that with you. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Delay like, and reverb. I mean, <laughs> you can't go wrong. That's that's what I get. Delay from that reverb shit. compression. Call it a day. Colin, dude, that guy Colin is a monster. Uh, all of them. Anthony Green. Like, Anthony Green just released some new shit with uh, sounds animals. Of animals. Yeah, sounds of animals fighting. fighting. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of cool shit going on he's all the time. Family man that's figured out the balance, right? He's got like. Well, he made himself way too many bands years ago. Yeah, way too many kids. Yeah. I'm like, how are you doing this? He made himself yeah, like, through circa years kids. ago, though. Like, oh my god, he had the what was the band with the extension cord track? 
Oh, the, you're talking about um, he did Avalon, his solo record yeah. that had a uh, good. He did old that with war. John Feldman. Good old one of my favorite producers oh, of all of, time. Atlanta. But, but there's a lot of his music I, I literally I missed. Like like I had like a ten year drought with that band where like they put out On Letting Go, mm-hmm. and then when I looked at them again, they had like three more records. Well, Blue, like, oh shit, Blue Sky Noise Blue was Sky, the last yeah. record I heard from them before. I, mean, I, I had took heard a break some of them. it, yeah. but I don't pay for Spotify like I told you. So like, a little, a little bit of everything. That was before Spotify, but anyway. Nah, dude, Blue that's Sky when Noise. I heard Blue Sky Noise. I already had Spotify. Damn, that's, that's how I found out they had music yeah. out. I, got I was you. trying to listen to Letting Go, and I was like, oh my god, there's three more records I never heard. <laughs> Damn, I and don't know anything good, from Blue Sky on. But I feel like I have evolved. Yeah. Like, I listen to their music, I get really stoked on it, because it's a mood, it's a vibe. But I do listen to it and go, alright, I learned what I needed yeah. from this. They're ready still to, circa. Ready to mature yeah. a bit. Yeah, I've been done ready listening to, to that. But Saverson's going to be on the... When Saverson? We Were Young... Yeah, Saracen is. I forgot. I think about that this. I think when we were young is either like just about to happen or probably might have just about happened. Uh, I have. He fronted that band too for a while, right? <clears throat> you remember? Yeah. Is he fronting them again? Yep, he's back in Saracen. When we were young, y'all know about that festival that I'm trying to talk about Saracen being on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. See, All he does. Saracen is day. literally like. I mean, not Saracen. The When We Were Young Fest is the new Warp Tour put on Kevin Feldman. Felderman? Felder? Is that, yeah. That's the yeah. guy from... I, I that put that's on the, the guy that's on Tour. Tour, yeah. Kevin yeah. Feldman, yeah. Kevin. Something like that. It's been... <laughs> I wouldn't know this shit. <laughs> the guy that put on that is putting this on, which is like a two-day festival out in Las Vegas that has literally every single fucking band that you would imagine from Warp Tour on that. Sick. Yeah, Saverson came okay. back on it, and that was the only thing this I've, is all I've heard of, of Saverson. So bands that haven't done anything in yeah, 10 years like four, have something to do. Four Beard Strong. Like, literally four Dash. Four Beard Strong. Saverson, Paramore, Dashboard, fucking. Well, good for them. They'll like, have a Hawthorne bunch of Heights, 40-year-olds goddamn that can't stand up more than 30 Yo. minutes. Yo! Everybody- what's up, Par- I mean, uh, what's up, a Buterol? <laughs> Um, <laughs> how much are y'all paying your nannies? Yo, seriously, like, you know how much money in ticket sales? Fuck that. Think about how much money oh in babysitters. God. I know. <laughs> think of how think of how many of our friends are gonna go to that though. It's gonna be a good time for them. It's gonna be. A, I ain't it's going gonna to be. That shit. It's gonna be a night out. for You them. couldn't pay me to go to a show like that. I would just rather watch a live uh, stream of that. Cause yeah. I'm more of an indoor person these days. Well, I'm just an old guy who wants to be able to write music the next day. And if I go to that, I'm going to get drop kicked. I'm going to drop kick somebody. I'm going to spin <laughs> kick. I'm going to get spin kicked. Yeah, I'm definitely not into the whole getting in the pit I'm tiny. anymore. I can't handle that. Yeah. I mean, I want to handle that. <laughs> I just had surgery. <laughs> Yo, tell them a little bit about your surgery since we're still on this. Yeah, I don't want to know. On Halloween, I got my whole abdomen cut open and a little mesh. It's brutal. You guys do not want to see this. A little Kevlar scar. mesh installed in my abdomen. I'm feeling like a million bucks, though. Cheers, though. I Eight years good. of a. Uh, yeah, I ignored a hernia for a very long time. Eight years. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time. And then, got it fixed. So, we're good. I'm just not back yet. We're good and able Let's to see. write a new record. Yeah, That's I can write music. Matters. Yeah. All is good in the hood. Um, but yeah, Phillips taking a little break. Um, thanks for tuning in. I think we're about to end this shortly because I know you got to feed your dog. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get my my kids taken care of the fur babies. I got Catholics practice in an hour. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, come on in, Philip. Go ahead oh, and sign no, us off. Move that can. It's empty. S- sign us off. I'll put it on top of the door. Thank you, to everybody who watched. Yeah, sign us off. Let's go. Thanks for having us, bro. Oh, of course. One second. I'm spicking span. I want to play kick the can. You want to spin the bottle while well, I'm going full throttle. Ooh. And need ham. for speed. I got the need. You got so. the weed. <laughs> I got the blow. You going hydro. All right. So, yeah, I think we've reached about the one hour mark. I am glad that we got to discuss our influences, where we've been coming from, what we're trying to do, and 
this is this is gonna be a big year for us and everybody i know 2023 new year new us yes just new sound 2023 same us new music yeah seriously it is gonna be the same us but new music but um sorry for the the same same time new us yeah sorry about the hiatus but it's gonna be worth the wait and we are getting all of our ducks in a row for this next album which which i'm highly anticipating i know i know we've got some tricks up our sleeve and the best is yet to come this one's gonna have that much more production value i'm confident and we we're we're starting the discussion right here right now thanks for everybody that tuned in straight up uh, also stay posted for a little special studio footage video for the honest record we're putting together so look out for that soon exactly we're we're going to be trying to release new merchandise as well um if you're a graphic designer go ahead and graphic design us something with a little proof water mark over it we'll 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 <laughs> compensate and um <laughs> oh, oh a proof watermark do that call me old school <laughs> just so you know we won't swag a jacket and then send, email that on over to uh, the band gods at Gmail. That's a perfect place to send it. Gods the band Gmail. Doesn't. Gods the band. S- send it over to our Instagram. Yeah. Damn G- us. G O D S underscore S C. Gods S C. South Carolina. Yeah. Yes. And for booking inquiries, just uh, yeah, the band gods at Gmail dot com. Yes, the band gods at Gmail dot com. But our website is gods the band dot com. Ugh. They're not confused at all. No, they are Have not confused. Super just, simple. Just send us a message. It's easy. Send us a message. Just rewind the clip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so thank you all for y'all's thank y'all for y'all's time and energy. We yeah, just spun a cool little freestyle little podcast. That was all off the dome freestyle. Thank you, dude. You knew we like to spit bars. Spontaneous is how we do this. <laughs> Spontaneous discussion. But yeah, look out for the new record. We'll be writing. We'll keep you posted. Love you guys. Seriously, thank you for all the support. Thank you all. Signing out. This is, to the left of me, Chris. Chris is my name. (laughs) I'm Philip. This is... Desi Hi, your boy. On the drums. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy! Yo, if you guys want drum lessons, hit me up. Um, Desley Price (laughs) at Instagram. Yo, he taught me. I'm left-handed now. Yeah, I straight up taught Chris... It's oh, real. actually, Chris is just real. a beast of his own. I'm a lefty drummer, and we live together. He knows I don't like my drums being switched around. He decided to go and take it upon himself to learn how to play drums left-handed. I didn't teach him shit. He's lying. But I will teach you guys drum lessons <laughs> if you want to learn how to play. <laughs> but, but if I did teach him, he'd be a beast. He's That's a what beast. he meant by that. No, That's what he meant. He's really good. So sign um, up with him. All right. Thank y'all. Until next time. Peace. <laughs> that was fun. Good people. Good times. Good hangs.